Cheers, bitch. <laughs> I'm Courtney. And I'm Caitlin. And we are the, the Florida, Florida Girlies. Girlies. Oh my God, that was beautiful. <laughs> Inspired. Today's feeling good, even though my beer is like all literally leaking on my bed. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Just slurp it. Just go. Yeah, perfect. That's some ASMR for y'all. Ooh, that was tasty. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time we've ever drank in podcast together at the same. T- yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, we haven't even daytime. had any drinks yet. We're just in a go- silly, goofy mood. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into that because yeah. I was like, I'm in a great mood. I'm excited to podcast. She goes, Oh my God, me too. And we're <laughs> like, can't wait to talk about it. Okay. Let's pod. So, okay. What happened? What shifted in the air for you? I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like everything is better today and my mood is better. Everybody's not annoying. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like it's been a really good day and I'm in a good mood and I'm excited to pod and catch up with you. Me too. Even though I literally saw you day before yesterday and we both are, both of us at the two days ago, life was over. We were oh, like, I know. The we sun will literally never come were out. texting each other. I ignored <laughs> Courtney's text for days because I'm like, I'm so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're like, okay, everything's fine. Maybe we were both in our luteal phase. Maybe. I mean, I took a mental health day from work on monday slept 18 hours like we were we've both just been in it and then today for me to walk in and for us to both be in a good mood i'm like what the fuck is going on oh there's mila yeah i don't know if you guys can hear that but i also mm. hear a bit of an echo do you hear an echo no i don't think so i wonder if it's because my headphones are a little loose because i have a hat on oh true <laughs> oh, she is currently trying to break down the door she's in a good me. mood too and she's like what the you're hanging out without me. She's in a good mood, but also she is a little sleepy. So she, if you hear a little bit of background crying, I'm sure you do. <laughs> That's okay. Don't be triggered. I, I mean, I guess you can if you want. But you could try to be triggered, but it's just a baby. Yeah. It's just a baby. <laughs> and just a baby. And just a baby. Um... Okay, so yeah, no, I feel okay. I think because I had a terrible conversation with, okay, I'm not even going to get into it, but today I feel better because I had a better conversation with someone. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> spill the tea to absolutely everyone, yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And if, if I feel a lot better, like a lot more resolution, like it was an actual like phone call and we like kind of hashed out some stuff and you know when it's just like you're texting back and forth and mm-hmm. you can't really pick up on the tone of someone else i hate texting or f- fight texting over fight fighting over text yes it is so annoying because you can literally try to to present something in the nicest way possible and someone will read it and be like you think that <laughs> i am doing so much wrong like i don't know I don't and it's know. like whoa 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 yeah. how did you pick that up from what i just laid down like yeah. what uh, is going there's on there's a, a video about you've probably seen it. it's kind of old it, m- it might have been like a vine or something but it, <gasps> it's like them texting each other about when they're meeting up and they're like oh do you want to meet at four and they're like 
sure sounds good and the person is like sure sounds good <laughs> and like, like the way that they're reading it back sounds like this person is being so like short with them but that's just how they're texting they're really like sure sounds good like but yeah. that's the issue because i'm like if you're actually having a fight over text then then it's even scary. worse. Yeah. yeah. So I actually had the combo over the phone and it was, the tone was so much different than what yeah. I had expected it oh, to be. I'm sure. Like I totally expect, you know, when you just are like, this person's literally telling me to fuck off without saying it via yeah. text. That's how it felt. And yeah. then c- talking, I was like, oh, okay. So there's, you're not a, you're not a total dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's been going on. That definitely uplifted my mood. I also have been to the gym twice this week. Oh, that'll do it. Definitely does it. I mean, I had to I pull not, myself out of bed, <laughs> but it felt good. And I mean, who cares if you, I mean, you're so busy, Kate. Well, of actually, course. I've been, that is one life update is I'm so thankful to be, did I, did I say on the pod that I had transferred? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm so thankful to be transferred to Orlando because my life is so much significantly less busy because Orlando is amazing. It's a smaller base. (laughs) The light in your eyes right now. You look (laughs) so happy. No, I'm just like, I spent all summer long trying so hard to get rid of all my trips. Cause if you are tuning in for the first time of I'm a flight attendant. Oh, and this is a true crime podcast. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm also a mom. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I try to get rid of all my trips and stuff. And over summer, it was so hard and I couldn't get rid of anything. I had to call out sick a bunch of times because I actually was sick. And it was just a nightmare. Like, I, you can't, you, you couldn't drop anything. And I have spent approximately how many days? Five days in Orlando and I've gotten rid of two trips already. It's amazing. So easily. I didn't even have to drop the second one. Someone just picked it up. I was like, someone picked it up. <laughs> that does not happen in Denver. It just doesn't. People are like so burnt out and and there's like no wiggle room wiggle, and wiggle, the flying's just wiggle. insane. I was trying to sing the wiggle song, but it just sounded like <laughs> me going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's um that is definitely improving my mood oh and, and we had time to go on a gno yeah on saturday yeah to karaoke so i have a lot more time is what I, yes. that's why i went on that whole rant but i still have just been uh, uh not working out very much but i did go on a long walk so that maybe improved my mood i definitely think that's true yeah and it does sometimes after you have been burnt out the last thing i want to do is immediately Wait, jump back happened? into the gym what and my headphones just went out. Seriously? Yeah. I hear you. That's so weird. Please hold. Did that work? It's in one ear. What the hell? Oh, is it's good. It's good? It's good. There's something wrong with those headphones. Yeah. I gotta, we got to get another pair. <laughs> um, That's so funny. While we're pausing, I need to grab my vape. I literally brought so much random food here. Cookies, just a bag, bag of salad. A bag of salad. Uh, sandwich. Celery and a kombucha. I was. I left the gym. I was like, I am so hungry. I yeah. literally grabbed everything that looked good. That's so funny. Anyway. She um, just has a bag of lettuce. <laughs> well, you know, these ones have like... Croutons. All the fixes, oh, so you just okay, pour okay. them into the bag, and then you shake it up. Oh, 
And then you eat it out of the bag with a fork. I love that. Poor man's I lunch. Know that. I <laughs> am a poor man. <laughs> We're both poor men. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'd rather be a poor man than a rich woman. I don't know about that. They have it so much easier. I'm sure. Sh- Ah. And that these days, rich women love to take care of their little baby daddies. Yeah, but you got and you got to be at least a really good-looking poor man. Okay, but I would be. I don't know because I've done that filter that turns me into a guy, and I'm like, <laughs> I either look exactly like my brother or I'm just straight hideous. For sure, I would have to go to the gym a lot. Like I would need to get fucking <laughs> ripped. Yeah, same. Like I would spend all day at the gym. If I was a if I was a poor a if I was a poor white guy <laughs> at home, yeah, I'd be a meathead, and then I'd be just making like steak out on the barbecue. I love it. And then I'd be like, "Come on, baby, let's get like in the nice pool." Life. And I'd just be like in the pool at the end of the day with like a glass of Chardonnay for her when she walks <laughs> to the door. I'm picturing like because you're a poor man. I'm <laughs> I'm literally imagining because you're a poor man. Um, trailer park boys and like you're in like a blow up pool <laughs> oh my god oh oh I've been binging Shameless have you ever seen oh, Shameless I love that show I finished Bitch. it a long time ago I am obsessed and I I know that this is like insane but the way that they put the way that they are it makes me want to be from the south side of Chicago I like, think that's a common thing from that I show I love like the raw realness yeah. and like just the passion they have for mm-hmm. their lives like life sucks but like they are i don't know like they they just different i think the that wow i can't talk i think i think i i think that the point of that show is for you to feel that yeah like in some way, or like obviously, there's a lot about it that I would be like, nah, yeah, nope, nah, nope, 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 nope. I nope. was shook, but you the just first time I saw Sheila pull out like a 12 inch dildo and oh my shove God, it up Sheila. her man's ass. Ugh. She's insane. She's, She's insane. Yeah. Actually, there's so many insane people, but right now but I love, love Steve so much. I mean, Steve I'm is the first boyfriend of Fiona, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I loved him, and Don't I was loved. The only one. Does he leave? I'm halfway through season three. He doesn't. You can he tell me. He doesn't leave. No. He dies. He doesn't die. No. <laughs> I just mean like past tense because I watched it in the past. Okay, you're lying because you <laughs> cannot make eye contact with me. I love him. <laughs> Hard eye contact. I'm so dead. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, if he dies, he dies. No, he. T- <laughs> Whatever. I'm not going to tell you what happens, but he... I really love Fiona. He was, like, one of my favorite characters all throughout every season that I watched. And really? nobody agreed with me. They were my, like, I hate him. My all-time favorite is Lip. I cannot oh, get enough of Lip. He actually... This is so inappropriate because he's so hot, but he does remind me a lot of John, which I'm like, Everybody I don't like saying that. <laughs> John is my boyfriend, and ever since I started dating him... I was like in the thick of watching Shameless. Oh, well, no wonder you were like, John. Yeah. It's like my naked brother's band crush. Well, I didn't realize it until we were together and I put that show on and I was like watching it and I was like looking over at him and I was like, whoa, Whoa. you look a lot like him. (laughs) But yeah, people tell me that all the time. It makes me feel funny because Lip is like supposed to be 17 in the show. And I'm like, I know he's he's not not because he's there's tons of nudity. You can't do that under 18. Yeah. But holy and moly, I never he's feel cute. 
I never feel bad about thinking characters are hot when I know that they're older, even if they are literally in a teen romance show. I'm like, you are definitely like 28 at least. Yeah. Do you know you're playing a 17 year old? Do you remember in um, Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus's brother? She was 13. He was like 32. Yeah, that was creepy. So weird when we all found that out, like when the when we actually were allowed to get online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, what? He's what? Anyway, no, I also don't feel bad, but it does feel funny. Mm-hmm. But I love him so much. If I were to meet him in real life. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to say it on a, <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> I'm not. But oh, he could get yikes. it. <laughs> Dead. That's that's the chill version of what I'd like to say. Um, anyway. All right. That's how I feel about Conrad from... Conrad? The oh, that show that you tol- told me about last yeah, week? Yeah, The Summer I Turned Pretty. <sighs> I love him. I have he yet to bay. watch that. It's really cute. I'm still watching it. I'm going slowly for once, but... Okay. I have updates. Okay. Do you have updates other than what we've already discussed? <laughs> We're just going to keep going. I this is the podcast today. I <laughs> don't think so. I think that was pretty much it. I'm like in a better mood. I think it shows. Mm, Our tone yeah. is so different today. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, we've been a little bit of a bummer lately. Um, if you were affected... If you felt personally victimized <laughs> by the Florida Girlies podcast, please raise your hand. I'm raising my hand. I don't know about you brother. <laughs> uh, uh, what are your updates? Okay, so my updates are mostly podcast related, but not our podcast. Oh, interesting. So I've been listening to this podcast called Your Mom and Dad. It's with... Wait, yeah, I've heard that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, it used to be Chatty Broads. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'd, so I was trying to find Chatty Broads. Oh, yeah. And I came up upon your mom and dad and I started listening to it and I was a l- little bummed because I really, really love um, Jack Becca. Or Becca, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck? I have no idea what happened in that whole thing. But She just I didn't want to be podcasting about like reality TV anymore. Yeah. She was like, you guys can do whatever you want. But now it's just Jess and her husband. Interesting. I yeah. wonder if. They had a falling out low key and they just didn't. No, they hang out all the time. Oh, okay. Okay. Also, they just had another baby. So it's just been like crazy over there. Anyway, I've been listening to that podcast and (laughs) this is so not related to anything of our podcast at all. But do you, are are you watching Golden Bachelor yet? I haven't started it, but I really want to. I've heard actually really good things and people are like, I don't want to see him go through this because I love him so much. Like they care about him. Like he's their grandpa or something. Yes. Well, his name is Gary Turner, but in the podcast that I'm listening to, they call him Jerry Gary Turner because they can't decide how, how to say it because it's spelled funny. Anyway, every single time that I hear that, I really think they're going to say Jerry Gary Gergich. From Parks and Rec. Oh. <laughs> and I, I'm i not joking. The more I thought about it, I was like, the Golden Bachelor is the Gary Gergich of all bachelors. Because he's so Midwestern. He's Aww. just like tall and fit. Yeah. But he's like, hi guys, I'm your <laughs> new bachelor. I need to watch. I do. Anyway, Wait, it's tonight, isn't it? It is tonight. My okay. mom's like, get home soon. <laughs> She's going to be very upset if I'm not home. Anyway, and then the second thing. 
is a different podcast. I'm listening to Morbid. You know Morbid. Yeah, I love Morbid. Okay, so this is related to our podcast because it's true crime. Anyway, they were going on about a story about a flight, actually, that crashed in the Everglades, like in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And while living members of the flight were being tended to, local Miami residents started looting those who died for jewelry and other goods. No way. Okay, so you at least have an appropriate response. I did not bat an eye. I was like, uh, of course they did. Like the infrastructure in Miami is like so poor. It's like leading people into poverty and homelessness. And Ash and Elena literally went off for like five minutes about the Florida man and how fucked up Florida is. Oh my is. God, I have to listen. <laughs> That's so funny. And I literally had to like listen back. I was like, what? Like what was so bad? And I... I mean, obviously it is bad, but nothing surprises me about Florida anymore. I'm so desensitized. Yeah, no. (laughs) That's so funny. Insane. Like, anyway. The fact that other people, because for us, it's like, haha, Florida man, haha. But for everyone else, they actually think that it's insane. Like, they cannot believe it. And we're like, haha. They're (laughs) like, Florida, you're fucked up. Like, Florida, you need to, like, get fixed and i'm like well we're not that bad i mean some areas yes but like come on i think overall there are just a lot of issues politically and with infrastructure i don't think it's necessarily the people i think it's systemic and it affects the people of florida i feel like it's all the new yorkers (laughs) (laughs) that have come to florida you sound like my dad (laughs) I'm dead. Get out of Florida. No, I, d- I actually love them. I love I love all our Florida people, to be honest. Our Florida girlies and our Florida boilies, even though they're wild. They're wild and crazy, but they be keeping it real. They do be keeping it real. Sometimes too real. <laughs> and they go to prison. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that brings us to today's story of a Florida boilie. Oh, no. I know. All right. So this one is um, a recommendation of a friend, Josley. Thank you for recommending. Um, we love when people tell us to research a story that I've literally never heard before. Today's tale is the horrible story of Austin Haroff, the face-eating double murderer. Face-eating. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You heard that right. Oh, no. Oh, wait. No. Oh, no. (laughs) Just sinking in. Okay. All right. So we are taking you to Jupiter, Florida, or Tequesta today. That's right, where our Bachelorette contestant and Zaddy King, Tyler Cameron, is from. Aww. If this reference does not land, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) We love him. We stand him. Look him up. He's so beautiful. Um, If you haven't been to Jupiter, they have incredible beaches and incredible, like, um oh what's the word lighthouse why could i not think of the word lighthouse (laughs) tons of like fun little bars it's like a great little beach town but it is expensive like really i've actually never been oh we gotta go there's actually one of the onesies that i bought you well bought mila for you the little beach but the tan beach bum one yeah i went and picked that up in jupiter because she does she ships or she picks up i was like i could drive two hours oh (laughs) And then I got some tacos, uh, the best tacos. We we have to go. We should okay. take a day trip. I'm down. Okay. So anyway, Jupiter is awesome. We love it there. Well, you will. 
I do. <laughs> uh, Austin Harif was 19 years old at the time of the crime. Uh, so he was a true Florida boily. He was studying at the Florida State University. He had no criminal past. He had exemplary grades in school. He was a former football player and wrestler, and no one expected what was to come. So on a Monday evening in August of 2016, Michelle Michon, 53, and John Stevens, 59, who were married, they were sitting in their garage with the door open, which I love that idea. Just like, you know, walking through your neighborhood, like walking the dog and just like seeing people sitting in their garage, <laughs> just like, hey, neighbor. It you makes know? me think of Halloween because I it feel does. like people do that on Halloween. I know. We should do that more. I, we need I to bring back a, a swing by <laughs> policy. No, me either. But when we do, yeah. the swing by policy, like, I'm just in the neighborhood. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> really? I, oh, I love the swing by policy. Um, but anyway, they were sitting in the garage. So around the same time, Austin was heading home after storming out mid-dinner. Uh, he was allegedly irritated by the restaurant's slow service. He walked four miles from the restaurant. He had been there with his parents. Well, actually, he was there with his dad and his dad's girlfriend, to be clear. Mm -hmm. And using weapons of opportunity, a.k.a. a machete... He walked into this garage, grabbed oh. the machete from the garage, did not know this couple, and began to murder them. Oh, my God. A neighbor, 47-year-old Jeff Fisher, attempted to intervene, and he also was stabbed. So he was taken away. He, was, he ends up being fine. I don't think we will talk about him throughout the rest of it. But um, the other two were not so lucky. When officers arrived at the scene, Austin was hovering over John, biting chunks of John's uh, face off. I am sorry. I'm s no. Mm -hmm. No, the mm -hmm. hanger. <laughs> the hanger got to him. I'm so dead. While clutching him in a, quote, bear hug. <gasps> what the actual fuck? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Deputies were worried they'd accidentally strike the victims if they shot Austin to get him off, you know. So it made his arrest more difficult uh, because, incredibly, using a stun gun twice, a police dog, and several officers, it still took a lot to get Austin off of them. Okay, something had to just be so incredibly wrong in this kid's mind. And he was 19. So they were pretty astonished by his strength, yeah. his ability to continue in spite of... I almost of feel like teens, like late teenagers, are the strongest of all of us. Probably. Because they're like peak testosterone. So true. <laughs> like, I'm so terrified true. of teenagers. I w yeah. For the many gym reasons. I work out at is just a ton of... Same. I almost said the high school, but it's the <laughs> high school, just like football team or whatever, probably soccer and whatnot. Oh, no. It... It's it's a sausage fest. Yeah. Of 16-year-olds. That's exactly what my gym is like, too. And they're all just, like, laughing. And, like, when they look over at me, I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I know I'm old. <laughs> Get the fuck they're out. They're probably looking at you, like, checking you out, but whatever. Probably not checking me out. They're probably checking out the weight that I'm lifting. hey <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, thankfully, they got him off. They got the officers got Austin off of poor John. 
um, both Michelle and John were pronounced dead on the scene. Good Lord. Can you imagine? No. I Like, the thought of even having to bite one, someone's face in a non-sexual way Oof. is disgusting no. to me. <laughs> I had to throw in the disclaimer. bath salts? Okay. You're, okay. Hold on. Oh, no. This is the story. Mm. I remember hearing about this. Okay, no. <gasps> okay, quick caveat. This is actually after the original bath salt story in Miami. It was okay. a man in Miami who had ingested a ton of bath salts and was insane. Okay. Like okay. he did eat someone. Yeah. It was horrifying. Oh, God. Um, but this happened after that. I so think about that's my Roman Empire. <laughs> I think about that so often. <laughs> I do too. I do too. And I'm always like, what if, what if we're going to become zombies? Anyway. Okay. So when, after Austin was apprehended, an incoherent Sheriff William Snyder said that Austin was making, quote, animal-like sounds, unquote, I, while incoherent. I would think we were about to experience a zombie apocalypse oh, when I walked up on that. I'd uh, be calling everybody I love, like, lock your doors. Yeah. Do you have a gun? Get a gun. Oh Outfit God. yourself with any kitchen knife you have. And meanwhile, you're like, we should... Bring back the swing by policy and open our garages. <laughs> yeah, I'm such an idiot. No, no. All right. So officers questioned the motive. They could not understand what would drive someone to do such a crime. Uh, and because it was such a random attack and because of Austin's strange behavior and his strength at the scene of the crime, investigators believed that he had ingested Flocka, a.k.a. Bath salts. Oh, no. Uh, however... This is, this is such a fascinating story. Okay, so however, when Austin was being treated at a Palm Beach County hospital for injuries, the initial drug test showed no signs of meth, cocaine, heroin, or other common drugs. Austin's health continued deteriorating for unknown reasons, and the hospital believed he had ingested something that caused an intestinal problem and leading him to being unstable. Oh, my God. So Just the unstable, just a little. like No, like physically like was dying. Unstable. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so it was later found that Austin had ingested chemicals found in the victim's garage, which burned his digestive system. Was he just so hungry <laughs> that he had to storm out of a restaurant because they were too slow? I cannot believe you consistently are going back to hunger. I'm just I am so <laughs> dead. Like it, the story just unfolds this way to make me think like he He's was infuriated about hungry about yeah this man is hungry so the reason i'm not i didn't say all the details of what happened at dinner earlier is because they came out later in the case so it is going to make a little bit more sense okay. as things go on okay but <laughs> he wasn't hungry oh no <laughs> all right so austin pled not guilty by reason of insanity well yeah to two counts of first degree murder and other charges he also waived a jury trial, which tends to be the more successful option when claiming insanity amid trial. In Florida, defendants are automatically presumed sane, uh, and they actually can't go to trial unless they are presumed sane, which means Austin's defense had to prove that he'd had a severe mental breakdown and was unable to understand that his actions had been wrong. So those are the typical things that you have to prove as a, def or, yeah, as a defense that you are you fulfill those categories i guess in order to be considered not sane 
So two hired mental health experts, one by prosecutors and one by defense, both found that Austin had suffered an acute psychotic episode during the attack and that he was unable to distinguish right from wrong. So he hired, he and his lawyers hired a mental health prosecutor Mm -hmm. and the opposing side hired one and they both evaluated him saying he was not sane. Okay. Yeah. So Austin's parents claimed that he had been acting strangely for weeks, even set up a mental health evaluation for him and Google searches for quote, how to know if you are going crazy unquote were found on his computer. Oh my God. That's so sad. Actually in his poor parents, I would be a just so appalled i can't imagine how they felt learning that information probably so confused and horrified honestly just because it just doesn't make sense so it was also later determined that the night of the murders austin had been at dinner with his father wade haruf haruf and then he left unexpectedly austin did he walked two miles from dinner to his mother's house tried drinking cooking oil Okay. This 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 is very confusing to me. So like the events are he was at dinner. He went to his mom's house. He drank cooking oil. His mom stopped him, but he poured the oil into a bowl with parmesan cheese and ate Again. it. Again, so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so dead. What? What? Yes. So so now he's still at his mom's house and for whatever reason, his mom took him back to the restaurant. To continue dinner she's with his probably father. like, I don't know what to do with this kid. Yeah, like, she's probably like, this. I can't deal with this right now. And yeah. he's clearly hungry. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to eat cooking oil with Parmesan cheese. Come on. I mean, that's probably what she thought. Yeah. Just I like would giving too. the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Wade allegedly, so his father, allegedly grabbed Austin and said, what is wrong with you? And Austin raised his fist to like fight him. But Wade's girlfriend told him to stop. So that's when Austin left once more, the final time, walking four miles to the Stevens home. And where did he get the machete? Inside the Austin's garage. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So Austin later told TV psychologist Phil McGraw that the night of the murders, he had been escaping a demon named Daniel. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. And he has vague recollections of that night. I'm, I just gotta say, if I ever felt like a demon was chasing me, I think I'd end it all for myself before killing somebody else. Is he claiming that the demon was like possessed him, possessing him already? No, no, no. He was, he was literally trying to escape the demon. Okay. So yeah. Running away from one. Perfect plan. To get away. Yeah, stop in your tracks and kill two people. And and then eat eat their face. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, clearly not sane. (laughs) Sorry, hold on. (laughs) Beer break. Sip, sip. (laughs) I just be saying shit. (laughs) Austin said that all he remembers from that night... For whatever reason, is encountering Michelle in her garage, hearing her scream, and quote, then it's a blur, unquote. Again, he didn't know them at all. 
There's no connection to them whatsoever. Yeah. So the fact that he walked four miles into some random person's garage was very confusing for everyone. I mean, I get, well, yeah. Was it in the direction of anywhere else that he would be going? His dad lived in a nearby neighborhood. Okay, so maybe he was trying to walk home and the first people that he encountered were the ones he decided to attack. Yeah. And they also, it's actually not sure if he had walked or ran because he had left dinner and arrived and uh, the phone call to the police was all within 45 minutes. And he walked four miles. Four miles. So he was like... He must have been sprinting. Yeah. So, okay. Okay, I'll get into it in a second. So, forensic psychologist Dr. Philip Resnick believed Austin was a, quote, half dog, half man, unquote, during the attack. So, okay. This This is what I was just about to say. Basically, there were not the specific type of tests and still really aren't for street drugs in this Mm. case they assumed bath salts but it could have been something else especially because of the amount of strength that's a typical symptom for someone who is on that type of drug so it was very um I mean, it's inconclusive, really, because they were testing. You have to you have to. It's not like there's a panel like when you test your blood or you test really anything. You have to test it individually one by one for each thing. There's not like a let's just test it for everything all at once. Like that doesn't exist. So that's why they take so many vials of blood, because they have to each individually go to different tests. Yeah. So they only had specific tests at the time. Mm -hmm. And it's still assumed that. He was on something. Yeah. This is not by the court or the jury or anything like that, but from like a detective standpoint. Yeah. That they're like, well, we didn't have the right things in place um, to be able to see. And his friends had said that he had purchased drugs recently. Okay. But that he had completely gotten rid of them and had never ingested them. As far as they know. But there was n- there was nothing in the toxicology report showing For that For what he bought? Yeah. Oh, okay. I believe it was shrooms. Oh. Which would definitely make someone think that there might be a demon. True. <laughs> if you are not in a good mental state or if you're already experiencing yeah. maybe multi-personality disorder or... Yeah. If you already have underlying mental illness, any kind of drug is going to trigger something insane in you. Yeah. Like, it's going to make you go off the deep end. I've seen it, actually, in people that already have mental illness and and they dabble in whatever drugs and it just, it's crazy to witness. And it's, I'm sure, even crazier to experience. Um, I've only ever seen it happen one time. I was in high school and a couple guys that I went to high school with were the only people I knew who sold weed. Still, They still do, actually. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I was hanging out with my friend. I think you may have been there, but I, d- I don't think you partook. Anyway, we sat. I never did. I was such a goody two-shoes in high school. <laughs> well, all I, did, I, all I smoked was weed. And I still to this day. Um, I know. I'm not cool. It's fine. <laughs> um, I mean. <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway. Yeah, moving on. Okay, so I was sitting out on my dock with my friend. And we smoked weed. And it was not a lot because we were broke and, uh, you know, whatever. 
I was feeling good. I was ready to like chill and then go to bed because whatever. My friend stayed the night and middle of the night starts shaking like like literally like shaking like like trying to get bugs off of her. She was like, there's spiders everywhere. There's spiders all over me. Get them off. They're all over the bed. Get them off. Get them off. And I was like, there are no spiders on you. Like, you're fine. Ran around my house trying to get them off. And I was like, you need to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Zero sympathy. I was like, I'm going to sleep in a different room because. Oh, Courtney. I know. I'm (laughs) such an asshole. But No, that's what I am afraid of every time. And that's just weed. I yeah. can't imagine anything harder. Yeah. With someone who already has something underlying. I'm afraid that I'm going to find out I have a mental illness. Anytime that I have smoked weed, I have the ha- I have that thought. I'm like, am I am I okay? I'm not okay. Like yeah. I start to think I like gaslight myself into thinking <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not okay. There are so many people who are like DMT is amazing. No, I could Let's never. do ayahuasca. Nope. And I'm like, I already know for a fact I will probably pluck out my own eyeballs yeah. in paranoia. Like, mm-hmm. that is not <laughs> happening. Like, it's not. That work. is the perfect, yeah, the that, perfect there, word that, for it is paranoia. Paranoia. Any time that I've ever smoked weed, I've been so paranoid. And everybody who's, like, an avid weed smoker, they're like, you're just smoking the wrong thing. I'm like, Literally. no, I'm not. I just don't. I don't. <laughs> I can't do it. Like, bro, I will I will support your business. I'll just send you some money if that's what you really I need. Won't. But I will not be smoking it. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> anyway, that was some really good researched evidence on our part of what <laughs> no, happens if you take personal drugs. personal experience, all right? Okay. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, I do feel for this kid. Um so years later, so this occurred, the original crime occurred in 2016. He did not actually begin a trial until 2022, which is so oh, wow. long. Um, so in 2022, his trial began, and in a turn of events, um, he was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Uh, Circuit Judge Sherwood Bauer accepted a plea deal at his hearing that committed Austin to a secure mental facility until a judge and doctors agree that he no longer presents a danger. He is still there. Obviously, that was only last year. Oh, wow. 2022, yeah. I, for some reason, as you were telling this story, I had this vague memory of of hearing about it. I've never like done a deep dive or like heard any of these details but i remember hearing about somebody like coming up to an open garage and like murdering these people and i thought it was so long ago i didn't realize you said 2022 well that was the trial and again oh. yeah so 20 2016 is when it happened he he had um, to wait eight years for his trial yeah it was just crazy to me um i don't know how that happens it do be like that with like yeah uh, all of this these trials go on for a long time sometimes. Did Are you ever find out what happened with that one trial with the Courtney girl who murdered her boyfriend? We need to look into that. No, but I need, I will come back next week with an update okay. to that. Yeah, because I was thinking about that when yeah. I was thinking about this one. Um, but, okay, so again, there was no jury in this trial because he waived that um, due to the widespread misunderstanding of what... Um, pleading insanity really means a lot of people think it's a hoax that it's not real 
Um, and it doesn't really give defendants a fair shot if they actually are affected. And it is a convoluted science. You know, there's not, um, it's not like you get hooked up, your brain gets hooked up to anything and it's sending specific wavelengths or anything. It's an evaluate. It's a psychological evaluation. Yeah. But I mean, these people are professional and I'm sure they have ways of knowing if someone's faking it. For sure. But the jury tends to not believe it. Yeah. Especially in Florida. They're like, absolutely not. And the other reason um, that I read is that when they, the jury does decide to convict them, it's because they believe that if they consider them not guilty and they do end up in like a mental institution that they won't actually get the time that they deserve. So they're thinking more like you deserve to suffer longer and putting you in prison and convicting you of this crime will bring more justice essentially. So it is like, it's very difficult to actually get like a successful insanity plea Mm -hmm. uh, deal. So anyway, he managed to be found not guilty, which I honestly do think because there are not tests done at this time for those specific drugs, this is the best circumstance because of all the other evidence that was in place before this even occurred. Um, And because he had had zero other crimes on his record, he was in sports, he was a really good student in school. So it just didn't make sense. I feel like I could be wrong about this because I don't actually know, but I feel like that like mental illness does start to show up around that that yeah. age for mm-hmm. people. Maybe. Yeah, it, no, I I t- it tends to. <laughs> okay. I mean, I feel like it happens even younger, but yeah. if they have been shoving it down or whatever, when you get out and you're on your own in college, it's going to appear. Yeah. It's like a new place. It's like a lot of circumstantial stuff that you're un- you're under so much stress in school too oh my god yeah so well i know they say something about like psychosis and stuff yeah. a lot of times i i feel like for women it's sometime in their 20s that they say it can present itself but I, i'm not really sure about men but stuff like that like it there is a specific age that it comes out like in your brain i don't know well thank god i've passed my 20s <laughs> Hopefully I'm in the clear. I also did read at one point. Got one more year. <laughs> you're right for me. You're almost in the clear. <laughs> um, but I did read also that um, it's very common for, um, it, basically, if you do not commit murder by 27, you more than likely won't commit one later in cool. life. Cool beans. Yeah. So uh, there's something going on with Our hormones 20s. and our frontal lobe not being developed. Yeah. <laughs> No, for real though. <laughs> Every There's episode, that, that little part of our brain is like, wait a second. It's vital. Not our, but those people. Well, everyone's like, brains. Wait, what are you saying? Like, the I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't explain that very well, but in my head, it makes sense. <laughs> I'm just thinking about murderers, and like their frontal lobe is. Like, there's just a little piece of their brain that's not fully developed, and that little piece is like, I should murder somebody. <laughs> but if they would wait until I have after. got to clip that soundbite. <laughs> I should murder somebody. But if they would just wait, like, a couple extra years, maybe they wouldn't. Yeah, I, I, yeah. 
I don't know, maybe the rage calms down. You yeah. feel a little bit more at peace with yourself. Yeah. And I'll never also fully understand it. No. But and we, we are not licensed psychiatrists or psychologists for the trillionth time. Yeah. Like, please. We're just too. You know what? I was listening to. I forget what it's called, but they say all the time they're like we're just two idiots with a mic and i was like i relate to that <laughs> me too pretty hard thank god that it's so cheap on amazon <laughs> <laughs> we can just be <laughs> saying shit <laughs> people can be listening to us saying shit anyway all right so to wrap this story up family members of the victims delivered impact statements in court which is allowed and it co- they called austin a quote cold-blooded murderer and not a victim unquote and dubbed his case white rich boy justice oh wow so there's a lot of mixed feelings on his case overall um but i mean i think we've really said it pretty much everything we can about both sides yeah so that's uh that is the horrible horrible story of austin horroth the face-eating double murderer wow that was not what I was expecting today. Dude, I know. That was wild. I know. Thank you for telling that. Oh, you're welcome. Now you can live in horror, yeah, wondering now who will be eating someone's face next. It's not, you know what's crazy is I'm not even like worried that somebody else is going to come eat my face. I'm worried <laughs> that somehow I'm going to go crazy and eat someone's face. Dude, have you ever seen The Aviator? I'm not going to. It's no, just, of course not. It's just anxiety. <laughs> have you seen The Aviator with... um? What's that hot no. guy? No. Um, okay, well, he basically, he he's brilliant, and then he ends up going insane, and he collects his pee in bottles and lines them up in, like, a perfect line on the floor. And when I first saw that movie, I was, like, probably oh 12 no. or 13, I was horrified that that was <laughs> going to be me one day. Yeah. Like, just seeing it on a screen, I'm like, it's so easy for someone to just flip a switch and become, like, super OCD yeah. and, like, to the point where they're living in filth i feel like we all anybody who went through a psychology class has had that fear and sometimes it's lingering sometimes that's literally why i don't dabble in drugs (laughs) well i i feel like that's the important thing about like being aware and and like listening to crime podcasts because so much of the time it's a normal person yeah who snapped Mm-hmm. who was not checking in with themselves at some point along the line yeah. and made a horrible, horrible decision or mistake and then either stopped there and got you know convicted or kept going because yeah. they were like, well, I got away with it. Like mental to health is not, it's not a joke. Like, yeah, no. To be uh, clear, I'm not afraid <laughs> that I'm going to eat somebody's face. <laughs> I feel like I need to clear that up. I, I don't am know afraid that, that I will go up. crazy in some way. I feel like that's all. I don't think anyone was like, wow, we got to watch out for five I foot like, two wait Caitlin. <laughs> she might. With super strength. She might bear hug us and eat our faces <laughs> off. No, I don't think. No, you're no, fine. That makes me actually. <laughs> That makes me think of my friend Joelle because she gets like cuteness aggression. <gasps> me too. All and the time I'm like, oh, literally, you're so cute. I saw a TikTok that I sent her and I was like, it was like that one friend that takes like her cuteness aggression too far and she'll she's like <laughs> and she's like biting her, her neck. Oh no, and I've never she done that. literally does that to me as a joke. <laughs> and that kind of made me think of her. Love you, Joelle, if you're listening. Aww. 
Well, I've She's never a psycho. I've never <laughs> in the best anyone, way. But I definitely like I'll like when my dog is so cute, I'll definitely just like take a little freeze and be like, oh, you're so cute. Like I just <laughs> oh can't get enough. Um, but yeah. Anyway, we are not gonna eat anybody's faces. No. And on that note, <laughs> we will see you later, alligator. <laughs> After a while, crocodile. Bye. Bye. this episode you can find more of us on instagram at florida girlies pod or you can email us with any questions or stories of your own at florida girlies pod at gmail.com or you could give us a phone call we love hearing from you our phone number is 321-804-3345 you can tell us your florida story and we're gonna just post that on up in one of our next episodes you can also leave us a rating and review because it really supports our podcast We love hearing from you, and we love you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.